Welcome to the Self-Realized Podcast with Linton Berkson, where you will shatter your limits. I am not much into the self-help industry as much as I'm into the self-realized individual, which is you. What matters most to you, how you get there, and the obstacles that may be in your way. If you would like to be part of this podcast and part of that discussion, I welcome you here with an open heart, open mind, and open arms. So, without further ado... Let's get on with the podcast. A very warm welcome to the Self-Realized Podcast. I hope that whatever you're doing, your day is going well. And thank you for allowing me to be part of it. This is episode 36, How to Create Lasting Change. Sometimes we get daunted by change or the prospect of making a change. I'm going to simplify that for you and give you a very easy roadmap to execute some change in your own life that will enable you to move forward towards the goals that you would like to have. Change is not as difficult as you think it may be. Just commit to yourself to make some small changes in the areas that are important to you. And as you go forward today, and you contemplate on some of the changes you'd like to make, you'll automatically feel better in yourself once you've decided to make a change towards a goal that you have established. And the way to do it is just to think about a small change that you'd like to see in a behavior or in an attitude or in a friendship or in your work environment or whatever it is you are trying to change. For example, if you're trying to make a change, think on this for a second. Most of the lasting change that you had in your life started out slowly. You did something and then did it repeatedly again and again, but as you did it more often, it became a habit. Well, that's all that change is. So whatever you decide to do, if you start off in a small way, you just begin to do it consistently on an everyday basis, it will then slowly become a habit, no matter how small the change is that you've made. And as you see the benefits of that small change, you will increase it to bigger changes, maybe in that same area. So now your habit, being a small habit to start out with, has become a larger habit. And if it's beneficial, it'll become a better habit. So really, what change is, is just making sure that you begin to execute things in a small way first, then see the benefit of that small change, because therein lies the key. Once you see the benefit of that small change, exponentially what you'll do is naturally, obviously, is begin to add to that change so you can begin to see greater benefit from it. Small change, small benefit, big change, big benefit, and so you grow with that habit. And once you understand that, you'll become very, very good at making incremental changes in your life that become habits that then create a lifestyle that you would like to have of strength and purpose. Good habits, good life. Bad habits, bad life. That's just the way things are. So what I want for you, and I know what you want for yourself, is not only to enjoy this day going forward, but to continue to build on your future with good habits so you have many days ahead of you. You can share your wonderful energy with people, and they will comment about your life and how have you become the way you are And you can share with them the small habit change, the incremental changes that you made and how they affected your life. And then you become a beacon of light for other people to go to for advice. Because truthfully, that's really what creating good habits 
would allow for you to do is to be an example to other people that you can inspire and guide along their pathway because people are attracted to other people who have good habits and have good outcomes in their life. And they want to know how they did that. You do not seek out anyone because you want to find out how they managed to perpetuate and accomplish their bad habits. You wouldn't do that. You would always be attracted to people who have good habits that you would like to find out how they established them. And that's part of creating charisma magnetism. People are naturally magnetized and drawn to people who have a very strong positive energy. And they have seen how those individuals deal with adversity, how they've come through it. And they are motivated by those people to do greater and bigger things within their own life, which obviously you will be also. There is no greater magnetic force than example. The self-realized individual understands that and realizes the greatest impact they can have on people around them is by the influence and example they exhibit. They live in that self-realized state. And being self-realized is a state of consistent being. Being aware of what's going on in your own life, the impact it's having on you, and the influence it's having on other people. When people see an example that truly inspires them, they are drawn to it. Now, obviously, you can be drawn to bad examples, which can be bad company. You can be drawn to good examples, which is good company. So the choice is always yours. Looking for the best out of people and the best company that you can find to elevate yourself is a habit also that you can cultivate. But don't be discouraged if when you start something, it doesn't get immediate results because you may have to do some experimentation when you decide to implement change in your life. That's why just start small. And once again, the key is that aha moment. And in all the years that I've been facilitating and helping people personally, the one big motivating factor that has driven them on to continue building on the change that they are trying to accomplish and create a habit is the aha moment. Once you receive an aha moment in yourself, you will begin to exponentially increase and expand, I mentioned earlier, the change in behavior that you are trying to implement. Let me give you a specific example of that. When I'm facilitating, and I've been facilitating with different organizations with individuals, I will mention there's a form of questioning and communication that you can use in order to be effective in your life, whether you're in your personal life, your professional life, whether you're in sales, whether you're management, whether you're just working with people in general, it doesn't make any difference. There's four types of questions that you need to master and understand, and they are open-ended, close-ended, redirect, and clarify. And one of the first things I really emphasize to people is that the most important one to master, first of all, is the open-ended question, because that gets you more information. So if you can get in the habit of just beginning with the open-ended question, for example, and you see benefit in that, you'll begin to exponentially expand on closed-ended, redirect, and clarify because you saw the benefit in the open-ended. So an open-ended question really would allow you to ask an individual to give you more information about a comment or a situation or a circumstance that they were discussing with you. They may say to you they were running late because of a car accident on the freeway or something that happened with their child or something personal or professional prevented them from being with you on time. 
And so you could just accept that as a reality, or you could say, is there anything I could do to help you with the situation you were involved with? Or another open-ended question could be, how do you intend to go about resolving this situation ongoing? Anything that engenders more information is an open-ended question. Once you master that and you begin to realize, you know, I was able to communicate, to have more empathy, to get more information, to understand more about an individual. Once you have that aha moment and you find it useful with the open-ended questions, then you may go on to the other three that I mentioned earlier. But I found that quite a few people who begin to master that open-ended question as a habit begin to realize that their life has more meaning with the people in it, no matter if it's personal or professional, because it's an inquiry outside of just accepting situations or making assumptions. So it opens a whole new world to you. And then they have that aha moment. And they will say to me, you know, I asked a couple of open-ended questions to my partner or to my friend or to my coworker and allowed me to get greater insight into that individual and they connected with me in a much deeper way. And I was able to use that information to create a greater bond and a more meaningful relationship between us both. That was an aha moment. But they were looking to do that with people. They wanted a deeper relationship and more meaningful connections. And so they had that aha moment that allowed them to do that. Of course, now they can build on it. One of the important concepts to remember about making change is that you don't wait until it's convenient or you feel like it. Because if you do, you'll never do it. You just dive in and begin to do it. And I found that individuals that just dive in and begin to make the change, whether they feel like it or not, and not wait until they're motivated, begin to see the benefits immediately. And that is the motivator. The motivator is the benefit, not waiting to be motivated to do it. And once you grasp that as an insight, that the benefit comes after you've made the action. Sometimes we just wait around too long to say, well, I'm not motivated. I don't feel like it. I don't want to do it. Just begin to act on something that you would like to have as a new behavior. I talk more about doing what you need to do, not what you want to do, in episode four called The Rolling Stones, Self-Realized Wisdom. The action creates a change and the benefit creates the motivation. Movement creates change. If you're sitting on the couch and you want to begin to work out more, you have to get up off the couch. 95% of the time, you're not going to feel like it. What successful people do is they just get up off the couch anyway because they want the benefit and that's what's driving them. Once you've received the benefit, you look better and you feel better. You've had all the health benefits of working out. It's a lot easier just to keep going. Because you also have the comparison of what it feels like to be active and healthy and what it feels like to be a slouch and sluggish and no energy. Creating the comparison itself is a motivating force. A lot of motivation comes from just getting started, movement. Once again, you can relate to that from exercise. If you're going out for a run and you're running and you have momentum, it's easier once you started to keep going. And then you feel the benefit as you keep going. And day by day, as you continue to run and work out, you may feel better. You begin to lose weight. But if you stop, it's very difficult to get started again. So momentum is motivation. And momentum is only received by movement. Act. 
Don't wait till you feel like it. And once you see the benefits of your action, that will give you further impetus and further motivation to continue on expanding the behavior that you are trying to establish so it becomes an ingrained habit. Activate action to get the results that you want and also create the lasting change that is going to give you the results that you need to have for the life that you want to live. I sincerely appreciate you listening to the podcast. Please subscribe so you do not miss any upcoming episodes. Whatever platform you're on, please leave a rating and review. I would greatly appreciate it. Any additional information on me, Linton Bergson, and my five-star reviewed book, Purposeful Vision, is available at selfrealized.com, which is all one word. You can also leave any comments or suggestions on the website. I look forward to connecting with you very soon and take good care of yourself.